Listening in Constantine, Algiers, Kolkata, India, and Hondo, Texas, this is the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. In production, no Mike Mickey Dolan, and in the social media center, our new social media savant, Snorkel. I am your maitre d' of the mic, your podcast and pip, 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 slap, your rhetorical raconteur, your terrible throwball, Grumpy Chunk, G to the rumpy, C to the hunk. In today's program, the ever-popular news in your pants... I will be joined today by the coach, Josh Camaro. We're going to be talking some football, some, some football, and we'll be closing our, our program as normal with the Furious Five. Now, if you want to get in on the Furious Five, you can email me at thegrumpychunkpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at thegrumpychunk in the Furious Five pinned post. You feeling it? No. So before, look, before we get into our talk with the coach, Josh Camaro, about the NFL and the big game, I have to tell you, I am, I'm like, <laughs> I'm baffled by this Chinese balloon thing. I am. Let, let me get this right. The Chinese, by all accounts, are supposed to be the smartest people on the planet. No. The Chinese, who are supposed to have all this technology inside TikTok no. to steal information about ordinary people. The Chinese, who are building an island in the South China Sea so they can claim the surrounding international waters as their own. No. The Chinese who make little chips that go into our iPhones and our Androids. No. These guys sent a balloon over the United States to steal information about what? Seriously. It went over Alaska, Canada, then into Montana, then over Myrtle Beach. It played around a miniature golf, and then the military shot it down. Pop, zoom, pop. And before we get into this, I'm not interested. I don't even start with the political stuff here on why we didn't shoot down the balloon right away or not, or if this is Republican versus Democrat, conservative, blah, 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 liberal. This is a balloon. A balloon. Balloon. So it's hard for me to believe that there are any secrets left for the Chinese balloon to uncover. That's not already out there. I mean, what are they going to find in Montana that's so secretive? Bison? Moose? Bigfoot? How are you going to see a Bigfoot from 30,000 feet anyway? Uh, you know what? I, I, don't even, don't even, don't even. I don't care who you are. I don't want you to say missile bases because that's bogus right there. You mean the same missile bases that have been there since the 1950s and that have already been uncovered back in the 1950s by some commie pinko spies? Do you think those commie pinko spies didn't pass that info along to other commie pinko spies in the 1950s? Really? Come on. God, cut me some slack on this. No. I know the Chinese are supposed to be all brainiacs, but seriously, a balloon? I mean, what's next? A paper airplane? A balsa wood plane with a, a rubber band propeller? No. Really? And we're supposed to be worried that they're spying on us through TikTok. What kind of information are they going to get through TikTok? How to dance and make cosplay noises? I mean, really? No. Are they going to learn how many disgusting pasta dishes there are to make? No. Or, or how not to be a good parent? No. And not have your kid on TikTok? And people are busting the government for not shooting down this balloon, right? But I mean, this balloon was huge. It was carrying, get this, it was carrying. 
three buses worth of solar equipment. So if that sucker came down, it's a mess. If you take it over water, it's a softer landing and then the, and then the government could go in and capture most of the tech to see what's really going on. You know, is it a weather balloon or are they what are they trying to get? And was it sending information back to China? Maybe. Hey, there's a bison nailing a bear in Montana. Ooh, look at that. Hey, there's Bigfoot. Oh, and there's the 1950s secretive missile base that we've known about all these centuries. Please, give me a break. These, these people, they're so smart with computers and solar panels, but they're really dumb. A balloon? I knew this kid when I was growing up. This kid was fantastic. He was smart. He's one of the intelligentsia of the world, okay? Him and I went to school together, uh, high school that is. This kid knew quantum physics. He could tell you more about quantum physics than anybody else in the world, even Einstein himself. This kid was smart. SM art smart. One day we're playing basketball. We're in his uh, driveway, throwing the hoopies around, right? The ball goes into the street. He goes to get the ball. He stands there as a car's coming at him. We're screaming at him, dude, you got to move. He doesn't move. The car hits him. He goes flying and we go up to him and he's, he's, he's holding his arm. He busted his arm. It's like, why didn't you move? This is what he says. I was trying to figure out what my trajectory would be if I got hit by the car. Did I go 15 feet? Yeah, you probably went about 15 feet. Okay, good, I was right. So smart, but so dumb. A balloon. Give me a break. I can't even. I'm getting the wrap-up sign. No Mike Mickey Dolan. I got it, I got it. I'll wrap it up. Just, it made me do a double take. As the military shot this down, they were probably afraid that the balloon would outrun the missile, right? All right, coming up, news in my pants, then talking NFL with Coach Josh Camaro. Next, people ask. Hold your ears, folks. What is it like to drive with Grumpy Chunk? It's showtime. There's like 5,000 park. Baby, there's like 5,000 parking spaces in this. Just you and me sitting here having breakfast. And this, this person has to park right next to us? Getting out of the car. What the hell? Why are they coming up here? I'm sorry, what? What are we doing here? Me and my wife just having something to eat, trying to get away from your mom because your mom keeps trying to call me, you know, to pay me for more of, uh, you know, her time, if you know what I mean. I mean, you could tell your dad that if he wants to keep your mom busy, he can pay someone else to do it. All right? Thank you very much. Yeah, you you enjoy yourself there, dear. Okay, thank you. Yeah, go to hell. Eat my ass like I fucking care about you, your. What was that about? I never like to miss an opportunity and make a first impression. What in Judas Rockin' Priest is going on around here? Does that answer your question? Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. I'm famous podcaster and influencer, Grumpy Chunk. I'd like to tell you about a vacation getaway location just for you. It's a motel on the beach called The Last Resort. The owner and manager, Guillermo, has made sure you'll have every amenity that you'd expect from a one-star resort. Hot and cold running water, a door that locks, free Wi-Fi from the IHOP across the street, a TV with four channels, an in-room bar. Owner-manager Guillermo asks you to bring your own liquor because he doesn't know what you like. Then there's the beach, beautiful, sandy, warm, and a scant 10 miles away. Owner-manager Guillermo has left nothing to chance. While staying at the last resort, he will take you to the beach in his golf cart twice a day. Adding everything together, one-star amenities, one-star location, one-star service, one-star food, and one-star owner, that makes the last resort a five-star destination. 
Owner and manager Guillermo wants your vacation to be the last resort. Grumpy. Grumpy. John. Thank you for continuing to listen to the Grumpy Chunk podcast. Remember, you can go on Twitter at the Grumpy Chunk to find out more about uh, the show. Right now, though, it is news in my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're going to take some news from my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. So this is where we take news stories from around the world. We put them in my pockets and randomly report a news story from each of my pockets. It's easy. Oh, let's do it. All right, so let's go to my left front pocket. All right. This is the official news in my pants paper. This story is from the Huff Post, Huffington Post. Liam Neeson calls out Conor McGregor, calls him a, a little leprechaun and bashes the UFC. Like children, they need to be reminded of the order of things. <laughs> Gotta love Liam Neeson. He just kind of throws it down. Doesn't really matter. Apparently, Liam Neeson, not a fan of the Conor McGregor, but uh, Conor McGregor wasn't going to be, you know, he wasn't going to be held down like that. Conor McGregor called Liam and left him a voicemail. I think we have that. Do we have that? Oh, boy, Megura. F*** you, Neeson. I hit you in the face with my shillelagh. You can lick my blarney stones, and you'll never touch me pot to gold, you f***. All right, let's go to my <laughs> Conor McGregor. Come on. Liam Neeson, what are you guys doing? All right, for my uh, right pocket here, let me dig around just a second. All right. All right, this story is uh, from Money Watch, Chinese food blogger who cooked and ate a great white shark is fined $18,500. This blogger's uh, posted a, apparently this blogger posted a video prepping and then eating the shark, which is a protected fish in China. But what you didn't know was that the food blogger had a sous chef helping out. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, Oh, the Swedish chef. Gotta love it. Anytime we get the Swedish chef in here, that's just money right there. Just money. <sighs> okay, it's time to go to my back pocket. I hate this trip. All right, hold on. Okay, from my back left pocket, this story is from Futurism. Astronomers intrigued by 25 mysterious repeating radio signals from deep space. I think that's also, I think we also have some audio of that because no Mike Mickey Dolan, you worked at uh, some astronomer guy right here in between radio programs, right? And you, you, you knew a guy? All right, so we have, we have something. So, okay, go ahead and play a cut of it. Jerry, I don't mind telling you I'm worried. We've got so many bills to pay. It'll take all the money we got saved up in the bank. Don't worry, Dean. I've heard about people putting a little away in a sugar bowl each week, and that's what I've been doing. Well, Jerry, that's great. How much you got saved? 283 lumps. Hey, Dean! Do you think they hear us? 
Should I speak up? Hey, lady! No. <laughs> All right. Uh, back right pocket. I think it's time. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You can do it there, Grumpy. You got it. All right, here we go. It hurts. I'm telling you, I'm going to pull something out one of these days. All right, so some more science news here. Uh, this one from Vice TV. Scientists launch projects to de-extinct the dodo, then reintroduce to natural habitat. No. You know, some people just don't know how to let go. You scientists really need to resolve your separation anxieties. You hear me? You speak crazy. Do something about him. Uh, you know, we can't end. We can't end on that. Let's, we're going to do a bonus. You want to do a bonus? Uh, give me time. No, 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 no. No, Mike Mickey Dolan, you give me time to do the bonus, okay? I got a cargo pocket here. It has some news in it. Let's go digging, all right? All right, here we go. All right. All right, from my cargo pocket, this story from uh, Best Life. I'm not sure exactly if that's a dot-com or that's a, that's a magazine, but here we go. From Best Life, Michigan priest who temporarily died claims he went to hell and saw demons enslaving humans and torturing them with Rihanna music. Look, this would be easy to go right after Rihanna's music. I'm not going to do that. I, I've heard some. It's pretty good. Not have a problem with it. I want to know how a priest who is supposed to be serving God and doing good works ends up going to hell. I mean, think about that for a second. Did he do something he wasn't supposed to do? And now he's just talking about the torturing music of Rihanna to deflect from people asking questions about why he had to go to hell? Oh, no, 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 no there, buddy. Uh-uh. Not on my watch. What'd you do, priest? What'd you do? We're part of an underground alliance of demons planning to overthrow the devil! <sighs> I guess we'll never know. All right. Got to leave it there. Still ahead, the coach, Josh Camaro, joins me as we break down Sunday's big game. Next on the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. Grumpy Chunk. Grumpy Chunk. Right. Don't believe the hype. No. I'm the one that invented putting the baked potato in the aluminum foil. Oh, it was not Friday. I'll admit it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. No. Oh, my God. Grumpy Chunk Funny Podcast Grumpy Chunk Download it now Grumpy Chunk Funny Podcast Grumpy Chunk Don't believe the hype Subscribe, like, follow, share Tell people you like your podcast Grumpy It's the Grumpy Chunk Show Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. I am your uh, congenial host, uh, G to the Rumpy, uh, C to the Chunk, uh, Grumpy Chunk. Heard on all your famous podcast apps. You got the Apple Podcast. You got the Spotify. You got the Deezer. You got the Google. Uh, look, on Google, all you got to do is type in in the Goog. You type in the uh, the Grumpy Chunk Podcast, and it'll come up in the Google. So that's not too bad. Uh, Amazon, also your mom's braces. If the satellite just hits it right, then all of a sudden you listen to your mom's ear, and it's like, there it is. Grumpy Chunk coming out of your mom's ear. Uh, joining me uh, now is Josh Camaro, the coach. How you doing? Doing fantastic, Grumpy. Thanks for having me on the show today. I always like having you on the show. You know why I like having you on the show? It's because you're no holds bar. You let it, you let it fly, and that's what this world needs. We don't need people just pandering to all 
all of uh, the sports legends out there, all the, the sports teams. You, we don't need referees who throw games yep. for the scripted NFL. No, I'm just, you know what? I I, I don't know how you feel uh, about this coach, but I watched, before we get into the Super Bowl, I, we, I watched that Cincy Chiefs debacle. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me how you how did you feel when you saw when you saw that? Hey, it was uh it was very interesting. I I saw two very talented teams, two great Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it. It, 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 it was fantastic, but it was it ultimately I believe it came down to is who the referees wanted it to win the game, who the referees wanted the AFC to represent them. Isn't isn't that sad that we have to think like that? I have the same feeling you do. I'm watching it. I mean. Burroughs was great. Mahomes, you know what? I, I'm not a oh, fan yeah. of Mahomes, but but he was doing a fantastic job, and and the the defenses were huge. Mm-hmm. And then the one play that really struck out to me and said, "Okay, this this is a whole different deal here. This seems rigged." Is that is it's third down, late in the game. Since he stops Kansas City, it's fourth down. They're getting ready to kick. No, wave off, wave off, and now we're going to have another third down when the other yes. one was perfect. It's and everybody was trying to confuse what was going on and then later on they showed this guy this referee coming from the other end of the of the field lapping his wings saying no i'm not gonna know this place dead no whistle no nothing they let the let the sucker play Oh, yeah, what had happened was is that they, they got the they got the down and it was going fourth down. The referee comes out with this, oh, the clock ran off time. And that's what they were saying was they were trying to whistle the blow. But if you look at the replay, in my opinion, I believe that the play had already started before that ref even started motioning down down the field that it was even going to be a bad call. And and Cincinnati got the stop. And you're right, it should have been fourth and nine with a punt. But then they redid the down. The down ended up him getting the sack, running out, and they just gave him, you know, the first. I believe it was when uh, he had to cut to the right and the guy pushed him real hard out of bounds and that was a stupid play by Cincinnati but we also had two massive holdings on the offensive line mm-hmm. that forced Mahomes to cut right and it, it was just a tragedy that whole because you feel bad for that player you, you know what he he broke the rules he right. knew he broke the rules he admitted breaking yep. the rules he stood up and said I broke the rules and I felt for him because he was upset obviously then you look at the wider play and you see two holding calls like right. literally the, the left tackle picks the defender up and throws him yeah and it was very very obvious I mean, when you were looking at this play, these guys' heads were completely going, you know, they were looking skyward. They were being so jerked so hard. And the holdings was just so, it was obvious. It's, how, how do we miss that? There were three penalties in that one play. And when Mahomes got pushed, all he had to do before pushing him, and I understand, you know, you got the laws of motion and all that. The guy just can't stop on a dime. But he could have thrown his hands off to the side or something like, oh, you know, I'm going to hit him, but it's not intentional. I just can't right. stop. But he put his hands forward. And I mean, you can't argue that. Glad he owned up to it. It cost the team. Yes. But we still have other plays that were never addressed. Watching him on the sidelines, the the defender, his head's buried. He, you oh, yeah. can tell he's balling. This should have been a time where you celebrated the win of the right. team. You know, I was sitting yeah. there feeling more for the for the for the player who had done the done the dirty deed than celebrating somebody winning a game. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they should have never been in that situation if they had just made, you know, Kansas City have to punt the ball. They should have never been there. But unfortunately, they were put in that, that position. And as a professional, you should have handled yourself in a conduct that wasn't ultimately going to. Yeah, they were probably very mad. They were probably angry about having to redo a third and nine and watching Mahomes. High ankle sprain or not, Mahomes 
is going to be Mahomes, like the guy or not. Right. He was making fantastic plays in that game, and he did what he was going to do. He was going to take off when the plays weren't developing. You should have controlled yourself. That's what separates a professional from an amateur, and he just didn't maintain that professionalism and he just committed that you can't argue with it penalty let's leave that because we could belabor that point for the whole day because i'm still crying about it i'm not even a fan of either team i'm just same <laughs> you know? same the eagles game it's probably the most boring game i've horrible ever watched game. in my entire life that was a horrible game it was a horrible we're talking game. about the one with san francisco yeah right? san francisco and eagles leading oh, up the good. nfc championship game the hype was huge that was going to be the game absolutely because you have this and that's what i was expecting right and then because you have the quarterback for san francisco what's his name purdy brock, brock purdy and he's a, a phenom came out of nowhere leading the team everybody's loving him There's his players are know right? and there he's in it bam his arm goes shaky goes numb goes burning can't feel the ball oh. for the eagles you got jalen hurts who he's also a walking wounded he has what the shoulder issues yeah but believe he's it's out. on his non-throwing so he but he's out there it was like playing against the dodgeball team when when they have 49ers you know the nfl was claiming i guess that they had the number one defense which looked like a bunch of rookies in a high school football game every time they were just I've never seen so many penalties committed. I, I didn't know what they were doing, why it was even happening. But when Jalen Hurts was getting hit, you could see when they, they they zoomed in on his face, you know, zoomed in on the play, he was wincing in pain. He was playing through it. He's non-throwing, but you still have to have that motion in your body. You're still moving your arm. You're moving. You're doing these things. That pain's got to affect him somehow. The, the, the Eagles offensive line has got to do much better to protect him or else they, it could be bad. So coming up, we got the... The big game. We can't use the SB word or else we'll get sued. Dumb. All right. So anyway, so we got the big game. Uh, it's uh, the Chiefs versus the Eagles. I, I will tell you that I, I I hate the narrative that everybody's rolling. It's the Kelsey versus Kelsey Bowl, you know, yes. or it's the, you know, the old coach for the Eagles against the new coach for the Eagles and blah, blah, blah. It's just, the media just searches for it. Force guys just search for this underlying tension, the storyline. And this is this is why Grumpy Chunk sometimes thinks this stuff is rigged because now you're creating a storyline. You're looking for a storyline that all of a sudden becomes the storyline that is part of the game. When it shouldn't be. You're right. When it shouldn't be. Yeah, I, I have to I have to agree with that. I mean, we lose focus on the game that's being mm -hmm. played. It's nice to mention that statistic. It's great. Is it really relative? Is it going to go down in the stats books? I mean, 50 years from now, is, is humankind going to look back and go, oh, that Super Bowl was played because the brothers played or the brothers were the coaches. No, they're going to look at the stats. Right. That's what the game is about. It's not about whose brother's on what team and what mom is rooting for what brother. Mm -hmm. We're losing sight of what this sport is about. And we need to stick to the facts, the numbers, and, and, and get back to the roots of this game. It shouldn't be the main focus. And the only thing I could think of is the reason that they do this is so that'll give them something to do for the nine hours previous to the game. Uh, the game's like at 6.30 on Sunday. We're going to start the pregame around oh, 5 a.m. So they got to talk about something, right? Because, I mean, you can only break down these games so much. Yeah, you're right, because they, they spend week, you know, the two weeks prior to the Super Bowl, you're going to be breaking the game down. You're going to break down every player. You're going to break down the plays. You're going you're gonna to break down the games that they had leading up to the Super Bowl, what they did right, what they didn't do stats this that and the other i guess yeah you're right i have to agree with what you said you, you, you got to have something to talk about but it's got to be more than that though 
we have to just go back again to the roots. Let's talk about the team as a whole. What did, what did, what did they do from when they were winning no games and having horrible seasons to the point where they got to the Super Bowl? What changes mm-hmm. were made? How did those changes impact the teams? We could start talking about things like that. Let's talk about how the team got to the successful level that they got to. It's it's not about family rivalries in the Super Bowl. It's fluffy. It's all fluffy it stuff. It is. You're absolutely correct. <sighs> Jeez, I hate being right. It's a, it's a curse. You know that? Sometimes it is. The, the coach is joining us today on the Grumpy Chunk Podcast and uh, talking the big game. Let, let's talk about the game. Forget the, all the fluff stuff. You know, if you're looking at the game, you see the Eagles, you see you see um, Kansas City. What are your breakdowns? You know, a lot of it's going to depend on. I, I have a, it, it's it's really rough because we got Jalen Hurts with his with a shoulder injury. It's his non throwing. It's not really going to impact him too much, but it will. So where is he going to fit in with that good defense that I, I believe Kansas City is going to bring it on? Because Jalen Hurts has been sacked 38 times in 15 games. He didn't play a full season. 38 times. That's quite a bit. Now, how is Kansas City's defense going to break through that line and pressure this guy? You hit him hard enough. He hits that turf, that shoulder. He could be out of the game. But we have Kansas City. We have Patrick Mahomes with the high ankle sprain. Guy was doing fantastic, jumping off his non-throwing foot, still making plays, still scrambling, but you're not at 100%. We have Juju Smith-Schuster. He's doubtful. Knee injury. We're now taking him out. We have Sneed concussion he's questionable that's your cornerback i mean we got a bunch of starters on kansas city Kadarius tony ankle hamstring he's questionable willie gay jr he's questionable so what are they bringing in the terms of kansas city for healthy starters that have played all season long together that have a chemistry what are they going to bring to the to the big game don't know i think the eagles are relatively a healthy team they're a fast explosive team both of them are actually but they're they're healthier. So I don't really know who's going to show up, who's not going to show up. And if they do play through this pain, how is that pain going to affect their game? Are they going to be, I can ignore it, play it at 100% or I'm going to ignore it as best as possible and playing at 70%. And then you really have to go, who do the referees want to win? Are we going to have another game where we're just shaking our heads going, where did this call come from? Why is this call happening? Why wasn't this call, you know, pulled? The refereeing has been on a steady decline, I believe. Yeah, all and, season. And last yeah, year, too. All season. And, and the and year before. It's it's not like, oh, the first, you know, like, you know, like an NFL team, they might struggle the first two or three games, get better as they, they play together. But these refs are going downhill. They're going the opposite of what you would expect to happen. So how much is are the refs going to impact this game as well? Because we could see a refs keep a, a drive alive that should have died and eventually a team score, whether it's a three or or, or seven. We, we just or we just don't know. We have no idea how that's going to play into it. And I wish I could have more confidence saying it's definitely going to be this, or I say it's going to be this team by 70 to 30%. You, you have to count in where the ref's going to pull on this game. So it's just really, I think it's going to be anybody's game. I think it's going to be a great game. I really hope it's not a blowout. I'm hoping that the game stays really close and it stays tight. But I want to see a clean played game. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for with this. So if you had to say they're the X factor of of this game, let's let's take out take out the referees. Let's say the referees aren't involved. Okay, in the in the makeup of the game. Not that they're not there. I mean, just that in the makeup of the of the finality of the game, they're they're not involved. What what would be the X factor? What would each each team need to do to take the game. The Eagles have to protect Jalen Hurts. Hands down, that offensive line has to figure out a way to keep Kansas City off of Hurts. Hurts has got to be able to make his plays. He's got to be able to – you don't want your quarterback running. That's not his job. They're going to. 
but the Eagles have to protect him. They have to let him stay in his pocket. They have to let the wide receivers, the running backs, make the plays that they need. Kansas City, they got to show up healthy. They have to show up at 100%. They need to be there physically to play this game because the Eagles are a healthy team and they are a fast, explosive team. And it's not one, you. you it's going to be hard to come down from your 10 points down, your 14 points down. You're going to try to bounce back. It's going to be tough. So Kansas City's got to stay in the game by coming into the game healthy and playing hard football. The coach is joining us on the Grumpy Chuck program. Just real quick before we uh, before we got to end uh, the segment, are you are you tell me please that you're sick of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady as much as I am? Oh yes, as, uh, you know I, I was never a Brady Brady fan. Yeah, nor I. Um, yeah, I was never big on him. He plays a good system. I don't think him by himself is a great player. He's not a uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think is a fantastic quarterback. But man, come on, buddy, you you got to make up your mind. You have to know what you're doing. <laughs> You have to know where you're going. You're just you're in this league too long to be playing these games. This is something that we deal with in third grade. We need to, to grow up and just just move forward. Is he back? Is he back with Green Bay? Because all, all you ever hear, even at the, the he was at the pro am, the golfing uh, deal at pro am, and they were asking him about the Raiders, and he's he's uh, playing coy with them because you know he's that guy. I, I was really shocked when he signed back with them when he first went through this his little tirade and. I was really shocked he went back to Green Bay, and I'm shocked Green Bay took him back. As great as he is, but they really don't have an option but to keep him because I, I just don't think Jordy Love's going to fill in his slot. No. But I think if Aaron Rodgers moves forward, wherever he, he's going to be like Brady, whoever he goes to is going to be missing the quarterback that's going to take him to that Super Bowl. He's not going to go to a team that's rebuilding. He's not going to be there to go to a rebuild team until he retires out and they can get their pieces together. He's going to go somewhere that's going to get him a win and then he'll be done. I, I'm really going to be shocked to see him stay in Green Bay because Green Bay is on that decline. And I don't see him just wasting the remainder of yeah. his career going downhill when he should be going out on top. I don't want to see him on the Raiders. I can tell you right now, the AFC West has already given me an apoplectic seizure just because you got Mahomes in there. You don't know what's going to happen with San Diego. It could be great. They could yeah. be bad. And then you can put Aaron Rodgers on the Raiders. My Broncos are just going to, I don't even want to, like I'm already, you see me shaking because we got the video going. He sees me shaking. Right now the coach is like, oh my God, should I get this guy defibrillator? You know, I, I, I would... <laughs> I would, I would love to see him go to New Orleans. I would love to see him go to New Orleans. Because he could own that whole division. That division sucks. He would. He would, be, he would definitely get the playoff run. But I would also, and I'm going to go out on a real big limb, and this is where I thought he was going to go the first time, Denver. I want to see Denver get rid of Russell Wilson and put Aaron Rodgers. I know it's going to take big moves, and, and I don't know if Denver's got the, the play to do it, but you got to find somebody that's willing to take Wilson because I think – Rodgers would be a great piece, a few draft picks, and Denver's going to own that division. They don't have any more draft picks. I know, not this I mean, year, but they could. The draft picks would be from 2027. Yeah, I mean, that's right, they did, yeah. They, they got so many... Okay, yeah, you're right. We gotta, yep. we gotta, we gotta take the time out now because I can't. I gotta, I gotta move on. I got Furious Five coming up, and that always gives me another seizure. These people with their freaking emails. The coach, Josh Camaro. At Josh Camaro is the Twitter account. Go in there, tweet him. He'll answer you back. Expect him to call you names. Coming up, Furious 5 next. Grumpy's playing it cool. And when I listen to you, he can't even behave. He's the funny that I crave. Download it right on time. Not 
Considering an online pharmacy? Explore BeSafeRx to find useful information and resources to help you purchase medicines safely online. A safe online pharmacy requires a doctor's prescription, has an address in the United States, has a licensed pharmacist, and is licensed by a state pharmacy board. It's best to stay away from online pharmacies that don't meet these criteria. Discover more helpful tips and resources at BeSafeRx. Go to fda.gov slash BeSafeRx. It's another grumpy chunk dream. Oh my God. I know you've probably heard this before, but I like had this really crazy, crazy like space dream. Like I was sitting in a bar with my furry buddy and we were kind of hanging out. And then a couple guys came over and they offered us a lot of money to take them to a different planet. It was really kind of weird. And then they left. And then uh, an alien came up to me and was like, I don't have your money. I don't need to hear that from you. No, you tell your mom. Bring it. I shot first because I'm badass like that. Wait a minute, what? That's like a famous movie? Is it? Never heard of it. <laughs> Online and on your smart speaker. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Real quick, before we get into the Furious Five, Mrs. Grumpy and I, uh, last night, ordered some food. I went to pick it up. I go home. It's missing an item, right? So I'm kind of getting sick of people demanding. So let me, before I continue, I'm getting sick of people demanding $15 to $20 an hour, but forgetting my damn chocolate chip cake thing. Really? People in the past would build skyscrapers for 40 cents a day. You can remember to double check a list of four things for $17.50 an hour. Anyway, so Mrs. Grumpy, she calls him up because she knows if I go down there, then I'm going to drop a Grumpy on him. Dropped a Grumpy. The worker who answered doesn't apologize for not putting the, the damn chocolate chip cake thing in the order of four things, but that I should have asked when I showed up to pick up the items. That I, it was my fault that it wasn't put in the package. Really? Mrs. Grumpy just wants her money back, right? That's it. The girl says, you got to call customer service. Mrs. Grumpy says, okay, goodbye. And she says it really nicely. And the girl says, good luck with that. Whoa, 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 what, what, what? No. Good luck with that. Who do you think you are? Good luck with that? No. I mean, Mrs. Grumpy called and got her money back. It was not a big deal, but good luck with that? No. Like, this is a joke to you? $17.50 an hour. $15 to $20 an hour. And you can't even get that right? Please. I'm not opposed to people making some money, but really, kid? You know, it's the Furious Five. Hello. Damn you, Internet. Duh. Emails, tweets, know the drill. Got five minutes to kill the thrill. Furious. 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 Oh, we're fighting money. 
Duh. If you want to get in on the Furious Five, you can email at thegrumpychunkpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at thegrumpychunk in the Furious Five pinned post. Let's go. So let's see first one here. Chris Brown waxes. Let's see. He writes, Grumpy, love the show. More eps, bro. What's up with Kyrie? Let me tell you. Uh, uh, more eps, working on it. Uh, as far as Kyrie goes, Kyrie Irving, that dude's whacked. Just whack. You want to stay with your best bud, Kevin Durant, but then you want to go and be traded. You get a win from him for every issue you have to deal with. There's 80 games or something like that. That's a lot of problems to deal with. Uh, Darza Jones, yo, bro. He writes, or she writes, they write, I say your show sucks. You suck and you're fat. You only know I'm fat because I told you. And you only know I suck because I... I guess I see your point. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Uncle Clerk touches boxes. He writes, uh, would you touch Uncle Clerk's box? No, I'm not interested in Uncle Clerk's box. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, Superman style uh, writes, I think DC is better than Marvel. Which one you got? Uh, I got to say Marvel, but uh, they've been jumping off a cliff lately. But what, you know, whatever happened to just a good guy, bad guy? I mean, what happened to Spider-Man versus Sandman? Right? No. Now it's all space and time and someone else's time. And, and I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of uh, DC. Not a fan of DC. Everyone seems like such a just weak. Uh, John John two four five. He says uh, I'm so loaded right now. Martinis, son. <laughs> just be responsible. Don't email while under the influence. It's a public service message from me to you. Uh, next, uh, laminated penis envy writes. I'm built for speed. What are you built for? Uh, well, laminated penis envy, I'm built for being grumpy and being chunky. That's what I'm built for. Dollar Boys Love Me. That's he writes, I love your show. More grumpy, please. I like my podcast, Grumpy. Look, I'm trying. I'm trying to drop more grumpies. And who doesn't like a good grumpy, right? Dropped a uh, <clears throat> grumpy. Jefferson County Champ says, love the show, more NBA talk, please. Absolutely. You see the, you see my heat the other night? Barely beat the Celtics, but they beat him. So you got to love that. Where do you guys come up with these email names? His taint is tasty and spicy. Your show rocks. Make more. I'm trying, trying. Uh, Gerard, the main man. I've named my balls left and right. Name yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I would call mine Laurel and Hardy because one's fat and angry and the other one's thin and cries all the time. There you go. Uh, this uh, one is from uh, Brett Favre, Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> oh, yeah! Did you see your man Shannon Sharp get in the Grizzlies' face at the Lakers game? I did. I loved it. Grizzlies suck. I hate the Grizzlies. They're all mouth. It's all like all, all sizzle, no steak, right? My man Shannon Sharp didn't need to apologize. And that sweater of his he was wearing, that was awesome. He's styling. He is always styling. I'm a fanboy of the Shannon Sharp. Dare you now. Totally love your show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jungle Jingleheimer Schmidt. See, it says, uh, I've got manopausal tension. Dude, you got to watch that. you got to watch that, especially getting older. Prostate grows, and you start yelling at Twitter bots. No good. Inside the Otterbox 3324 writes, uh, do you really sing in the car while you're driving? Absolutely. I make up my own lyrics to songs as well. I'm good at that. I like it. I like it. Hit that hard G-Funk writes, why do I have to wait for more episodes? I am G-Funk. I have spoken. It is the G-Funk era with a gangster twist. 
Let's see. Wearing pretty britches writes, I love... Okay, hold on here. I love news in your pants, and I love wearing all kinds of different pants. Current events and good pants. I like it. What kind of pants do you like to wear? Well, <laughs> well ones that fit and that can hold lots of current events. Let's see. Uh, don't use my email. My boss will get mad. 1989 writes, I don't want my boss to know that I listen to your show while I'm at work, but I know he listens to you also. So could you not use my name and not use my email? Your show is freaky. <laughs> okay, I won't tell your boss. Freaky? I'll take that. Not bad. Uh, yum Yum Nom Nom writes, Can this be the last email in the Furious Five? Yum Yum Nom Nom? Yes, it can. And thus ends another Furious Five and ends the Grumpy Chunk podcast. Uh, I want to thank No Mike Mickey Dolan uh, for a fabulous production job. I want to thank our new social media savant in the social media center, Snorkel. I also want to thank the coach, Josh Camaro, for uh, talking to us about the NFL, for talking to us about the big game coming up this Sunday. Remember, if you want to get in on the Furious Five or you just want to email or find out more about the show, you can do that at uh, the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at the Grumpy Chunk. Peace, love, happiness, the abstract truth, because that's the only truth that is truthful. I'm Grumpy Chunk, and I'm out. I now return you to the end of the world already in progress. Hey.